Super Talk Mississippi media production. Southern Miss fans know the number one stop for Golden Eagle Apparel is Campus Book Mart on Hardy Street in Hattiesburg. Baseball, basketball, football, Campus Book Mart has it covered with clothing to fit the young and old, big and small Golden Eagle in your family. You can visit the store on Hardy Street, shop online at campusbookmart.net, or call in your order and have it mailed to your front door. However you choose to buy, always visit Campus Book Mart first. You won't be sorry. Campus Book Mart and Southern Miss, to the top. Or free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, welcome back to Montgomery, Alabama, everybody. Bob and Luke, we're sitting here above third base at the Riverwalk Park, and we're watching Georgia State and Texas State as uh, they've just gotten underway. Second ball game of the day. Golden Eagles scheduled to play tonight at 4 o'clock this afternoon. What a show today. We've got Jeremy McLean, Athletics Director. He's here with us. Commissioner Keith Gill will be joining us a little later in the show. Gabe Montenegro is coming up to sit in with us. The famous Jack Duggan. So uh, we've just got all kinds of great stuff here today. Special coverage of the Sun Belt Tournament sponsored by Warren & Warren Asphalt, Genesis of Hattiesburg, Parish Tractor Company, and Southern Bank Corps. We thank them all very much for their support of the show. All right, Jeremy McLean is with us. And Jeremy, thanks of all. First of all, thank you very much for spending some time with us. What a setup here. We're, you know, in the shade. We're in the cool breeze right above third base. Pretty good, huh? Yeah, it's uh, not a bad place to be spending the day, certainly. So you guys have you guys have picked a great spot. The weather's been been awesome and uh, really been a good tournament so he far. Didn't even good say, baseball. He didn't even say good morning. He just walked up and looked and said, are you really working today? That's what he said. <laughs> that's, that's how I feel, too. I mean, it's uh, yeah. kind of a little bit... Uh, I uh, feel guilty about this being the job today, but I'll take it. I hear it all the time, Jeremy, my, from my family especially. <laughs> you don't really have a job. You're going to the baseball tournament. All right, so here we are, Jeremy. Baseball tournament's underway. We're in year one. We've been through football. We've been through basketball. We've been through some of the other sports. I'm curious to get your thoughts about the first year here, and is there anything about being in the Sun Belt that has perhaps surprised you? I don't know if there's been a lot of surprises. I think we were um, – I think I – I probably had a unique perspective because I've been in the league before and kind of watched it grow even from a distance after I left. But uh, I think we were really, really excited about what we thought it was going to be, and it's met and exceeded expectations in a lot of ways. I think if there are any surprises, I think um, just reinforcing the rivalry aspect and how important that is to our fan base and the other fan bases, and we kind of see the interaction, whether it's on social media or, or showing up at the park, that you know people are excited that we're in the league and we're excited to be in a league where you know we can create some rivalries and and uh, you know be in a geographic footprint where we can travel and, and do the things you want to be able to do as a college fan. Yeah, I agree with you completely, and I, I think we really saw that last 
last week with the Louisiana series. Could that have been any better? Oh, it was great. It, it was a great college baseball series. And, I, you know, at the end of that, just kind of sitting there, especially Saturday, right, the final game, game three, was such an awesome game, back and forth. And, of course, Danny's heroics and, and uh, on senior day and, and, you know, all the things that kind of the whole story. But, um, you know, it was just a great baseball series. A lot of big plays, a lot of big moments, and uh, against two really good ball clubs with, uh, you know, a, a, a crowds really every day that made it feel like, um, you know, postseason baseball. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And, and, you know, that's just one example of, I think, what we're what we're seeing from, uh, you know, those rivalries and being in this league. Now, Luke has a Danny Lynch official jersey from a couple of years ago with Louisiana. It's the, the value, home run. It's, the value of that has increased dramatically. Continues to go up. Continues yeah, to go up. Did we ever get his commentary on the uh, Lynch batting stance? I don't think we ever got an official Man, what, athletic what, what do department. What you make of that? I'm, I may not touch that one. I, here's what I would say about Danny. <laughs> it and, works. Uh, yeah, I mean, exactly. That's where I was going. If uh, As long as he continues to barrel it up, man, I don't. Uh, I, I would encourage him to stand on his head if it Let works. Let me tell you what he said about it to me the other afternoon. He said, well, I've been doing it forever. I think people are just now beginning to notice. <laughs> well, that's what Will, Will Hall said. You know how Will talks about uh, Miss Rebecca. He always uses first and last name. He said, well, Rebecca Hall and I picked up on it last year. He yeah. said everybody else is just kind of late to the party. Um, yeah. Hey, let's talk about um, talk about Tanner Hall. Um, you see it um, in, in three really ways. You see it as athletic director. You see it as a baseball player, former baseball player, and you see it as a, as a quality pitcher. Um Tanner Hall. Man, just a pleasure to watch, you know, and and be around for that matter. Let me start there. Just an outstanding young man. Had a chance over the last couple of years to get to even know know him better. And um, just been fun to watch him grow and and, uh, mature and and, and into just a fantastic pitcher. And and his, the competitiveness, the, um, the ability to really pitch, which we don't see as much in college baseball these days. Everybody's so focused on velocity. But to have a guy out there that really has a plan and is able to execute that plan, uh, it's been so fun to watch him um, do what he does. And, and really, you know, when you're when – you're, last year, let's not forget that he was a midweek guy mm-hmm. early in the year, and then he worked his way into the Friday night guy and just had an unbelievable year, got better every time out. When you have that kind of year, you're an All-American, you win a Ferris Trophy, all those things, there's a level of expectation that comes with that when you come back, right? And he has handled that um, outstandingly. Uh, I just think that's not always easy for guys to do, and he's he's carried this group in a lot of ways. Uh, on Friday nights and has been just as solid as they come. And so it's been a pleasure to watch him throw. And, I, hey, I'm hoping I get to watch him several more times yeah. this year. And uh, it's always fun. Yeah, I mean, knowing you're the guy and dealing with it, um, as a former pitcher, though, how good is the changeup? <laughs> oh, it's elite, elite. Like, it, it's, um, yeah, I, I don't know from a college standpoint if, if I've seen one better. Um, and it it is it is at the top of the list from a from a change up standpoint on, you know. And I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of them, but uh, it is really at the top of the See, list. See, the reason I get that analysis is people love to hear their athletic director know when he's what he's seeing and watching and yeah. express that. Yeah. And I mean, that's just one of the things we we just enjoy talking about you is that all the other stuff and minutia and big picture is really important. 
But man, people like to hear their '80s say, "Hey, man, that's a really good changeup. <laughs> well, <laughs> good stuff." Well, and, and that's uh, in honesty, that's the fun part of the job for me is watching these guys compete and having an understanding of what they're doing. You know, the, there are things about my job that aren't nearly as fun, obviously. So I really relish and enjoy, no matter what the sport is, seeing our student athletes compete at a high level. Man, is that's that's. That is the absolute uh, best part of my job. And he's such a high-character kid. You know, the whole he thing is. about last year and telling us I, I couldn't come here and let these coaches make me the pitcher I am and then leave, that's just unusual, Jeremy. Yeah, and, and he'll, be, he'll be rewarded for that. I mean, he will be um, – he's a Southern Miss legend today and, no and, and will be for forever. And, um, you know, that's what that gets you. And uh, he is – you're right, he is an absolute high-character um, you know, and, and probably one of the things I enjoy the most about him is how um, even keel he is on the mound. There's not a ton of emotion for him except when there needs to be, and, and I love that. A lot of people, you know, obviously this tournament will determine where we're playing next week, and, you know, not all the the ins and outs of it, but, I mean, from your perspective, um, obviously we want to host. Uh, you guys have already done every due diligence for that to happen just got to wait and see what but you know as a as a ad and and uh, what's kind of your your thoughts about this weekend for us to be able to play at the peak next week yeah you know it's um i say this all the time it it doesn't happen in a vacuum right part of it is what we do part of it is what happens around us too um so i think the key for us right now is um continuing obviously to win ball games but i think the rpi is is one of the main things for us i think we really need to get down into that 20 range and and uh, to be you know to be in that mix and and we're in the mix now but we just need to continue to improve our rpi and and, and we've got some opportunities in this tournament to today do that. yeah today certainly and 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 hopefully you know if we can continue uh, on past today we'll have some more opportunities and so um so yeah there there there's a chance in front of us and and uh you know it's 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 simple right it's just win the game in front of you and i think if we do that and and uh can have a good tournament i think we got a shot what is the process as an athletics director that you have to go through jeremy and and and, and getting into that picture well i think the, the main thing is the numbers are the numbers now we we have to fill out information and submit to host and make sure we're, we got all our ducks in a row, which we've done. And, you know, fortunately for us, we've had experience at it. So um, it's not a difficult process for us to get prepared for. And then it's really, you know, you <laughs> you do have some conversations with people who are in the know and you try to make sure they understand um, every nuance of what, you know, where we're at, what our numbers look like, and they do, you know. So sometimes if you have those conversations, whether it be with committee members just in passing or whether it be a detailed, you know, uh, description of kind of where your team's been, um, you know, that, those are the things that, that happen. But at the end of the day, they're going to get in that room and they're going to close the door. Every committee is a little bit different. And, um, you know, they're going to look at the numbers and make a decision on, on who they think is, is most deserving of the opportunity. Playing in the Sun Belt helps, though, in that regard, does it not? Because of yeah. the level of – and the, I think the depth of the conference is what I see yeah. is different. Certainly. And I, I think – so, for example, uh, we finished the game back of winning, um, you know, the, the regular season title. And so that, that normally is a is a – uh, a pretty big check mark, right? If you win a regular season title, that's a, that's a big feather in the cap. But what I would say is we finished a game back in the fifth best league in the country. And so that is a little bit different than finishing a game back in the seventh or eighth or ninth best league in the country or even winning the seventh, eighth, or ninth best league in the country. And so uh, I think that, you know, big picture, they have to take a look at that. And I think that's where the value of being the fifth league and being in a really good league where you got 10 
teams and the top 100 RPI really matters is that they know that this this year has been super competitive, as will this tournament. All right, more to come with Athletic Director Jeremy McClain. Other side of the break, Eagle Hour from Montgomery, Alabama. Stay with us. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, welcome back, everybody. We're visiting with Athletic Director Jeremy McLean. Uh, Sunbelt Commissioner Keith Gill scheduled to join us in the second hour of, uh, of the first hour, the second half of the first hour of today's two hours. It gets a little confusing, first half, first hour. Yeah, it does. Well, Jeremy, we... Uh, Let's switch gears a little bit. Let, let's talk about basketball. Basketball coach just got a, a new contract. We were all happy to see that. Renovation plans. You know, I think that's – is it fair to say that's the next big need in yeah. the athletic department? Yeah, certainly. And and not just Reed Green, but Reed Green is definitely first on the list. Um, and so, you know, from a basketball perspective, as you mentioned, you know, Jay got him signed to a new contract, excited about what we're doing there. we got a good group coming back. They've been able to add some pieces. There will be some more things probably that happen here in a short um, short time period. And, and then, you know, the renovation piece is uh, I think we've talked about this some, but uh, the first step is we got to put a new roof on the building. And that things kind of have to happen in sequence for us. That's the first piece. And uh, we're working through the state um, on a bid process there to get that done. And, and uh, as soon as we can start that, we can begin to move in uh, to the next phases. And we really want to focus on, uh, you know, one of the first things there is the front of the building. And uh, on the 4th Street side, really creating an entryway and, and uh, really dressing that side of the building up and, and, cre- and, and, and creating an opportunity for it to be more functional. And, uh, and that will obviously lead into renovations of concessions and restrooms and, and concourses. And so really want to focus uh, on that fan experience out of the gate and trying to do, do, do something that will really make a difference in, in phase one of this project. And can you help Golden Eagle fans? Yeah. Because they hear roof. Yeah. Roof. Money, and we got to throw it out of. But yeah. can you explain why that's first? Oh yeah, and certainly. Most important? Certainly, it's uh, it's most important, obviously, just for the integrity of the entire building. I mean, when you think about, it, we've got leak issues, and that roof has not been replaced in uh, it's twenty plus years. I don't know exactly what the number is, but it's it's well past time. And so, until we do that, you don't want to spend money in other places until you get. I mean, it'd be like your house. I mean, yeah, you were renovating absolutely. your house, and you wanted to, um, you know. Um, do something to a breast a bathroom or a, a bedroom you wouldn't do that while you had a leak issue um you know above that space and so it's the same mindset there the good news is uh that we did get some money from uh from the legislature to address that roof and so um and so we got some help financially there and it is an expensive uh, piece of the puzzle but that uh, has to happen first and then and then um you know, then we can move on to the other. Because things. in all of these, there have to be non-glamorous improvements oh, yeah. before. Oh, yeah. But I mean, that's yeah. the thing. People you know. walk in the bathroom and be like, "Fix it!" And you're like, "Man, there's other stuff that's yeah. like way more important." And that's what you know. The architects kind of had a heart to heart with me early on. Of course, I'm just as anxious as everybody else. But they said, "Listen, this project is going to have to happen in sequence. We cannot do some of the things you want to do 
first because we have to address these other things before we can get there. And some of it you won't even see, right? I mean, there's some mechanical and infrastructure things that it's an older building, and those things have to be addressed. Uh, And some of them we've been addressing, uh, but they have to be addressed before we can get to some of the more fun things that people will see. Um, But it's coming, and uh, it's going to be a project that takes some time, uh, even when we start. It's going to be a two- or three-year project. Uh, because there'll be times when we have to stop and start because we, you know, that we play basketball in the building and we have commencement in the building, and so, but we'll we'll have a timeline and a plan that we'll we'll produce when the time is right that'll kind of map that out. Can you Jay Ladner's contract? How long do you write these new contracts for? Yeah, four years. So, uh, which is the you know the max in the state, and so um, so we're you know starting from this point. We've got a four-year window here for Jay to continue to work and build the program, and you know again we're excited about that. He's he's done a phenomenal job and. And uh, you know, although it took a while to get going, we all we all know that it's uh, feel like we're in a place now where we've created an opportunity for us to uh, really be competitive year in and year out. And, and and part of that, obviously, is what we were just talking about. We got to continue to improve the facility, give them opportunities to to have the things they need to to go out and recruit and be successful. All right, and then right around the corner, before we can blink an eye, you know what season it's yeah. going to be, football season. And that obviously is the driving force in every athletic department. But you got to feel really good about about the, the momentum and the increased enthusiasm that the Will Hall has brought to the table. We really are. Uh, I think anybody who spent time with Will, it's hard to feel that way. I mean, he, you know, not only have we seen the progress, uh, you know, he inherited a pretty uh, significant rebuild. Um, project and uh, early on we talked about how we wanted to attack that and and we were very committed to trying to do it in a way that was sustainable i just said to him in the interview process even before he was our guy that we named him you know we have to figure out how to build this program back in a way that can be sustained i'm not interested in a flash in the pan i want us to build this on solid rock and and so he's done a really good job from a roster standpoint from just kind of the accountability within the program and what we're trying to do from doing you know to do just that and so entering year three uh, they've done a great job of addressing roster needs getting us to a better place and i think it's going to be a lot of fun but will has created some excitement and and uh you know at, we announced this week that we've sold out of our touchdown club area which is a big deal for us has hasn't happened i don't know this ever happened it hasn't happened in a long time we're sold out of suites uh, we'll probably sell out of the East Club sometime in the near future. And so our goal is to uh, begin to set new records in season ticket sales like we have in some other sports um, soon. And that means getting above, uh, you know, the 12,000 uh, seat standpoint. And um, and so we're making progress towards that. But there's a lot of excitement surrounding football. And you are right. It will be here before we know it. And isn't Southern Miss unusual in this respect that you have a – you have a, a baseball program that generates revenue and generates a profit. Football, obviously, is the big one, but a lot of schools don't have that. Do right. They? Yeah. I oftentimes, even in even in uh, you know league meetings, a comment will be had about revenue sports and non-revenue sports, and uh, I will I will remind them that you know uh, baseball is a revenue sport for us. And um, and and I'm, I, we don't shy away from that. It's it does. I mean, it's 
you know, when you sell out your stadium on, for in season tickets, uh, that's a that's a huge shot in the arm to the budget and um, on the revenue side. And so, yeah, it's uh, it is unique. Uh, obviously, not everyone gets to experience that and enjoy that, but uh, we want to continue to build on that. And we think baseball, we've got some opportunities, and we won't get too deep into this today, but there. Definitely some um, plans being mapped out for baseball, for the Pete as well, to figure out how we get more people in there and how we create an even better experience uh, while keeping some of our unique, you know, the uniqueness of the Pete kind of intact. And so we've been working hard on that, and, and um, that's something that we'll, we'll talk more about in the near future. And we can't let you go today with because I don't think we've talked to you since Christian Ostrander was hired as the new head coach. And, you know, it's – so bittersweet in a way because everybody loves Scott Berry. So, but as I as I told uh, Coach Ostrander, I don't believe the program could be going to better hands. Would you agree with that? I would, and and you know I think you didn't have any hesitancy. No, it, I, Delta I, State guy, yeah, man. It's oh, another well, Oprah there. You know, there, there's definitely some personal um, um, appreciation for the fact that this came together the way it did. But even if. I had not known Christian for 20 years. Uh, there's still no doubt that he would have been the right guy, and Scott felt that way. And so when Scott you know, made the decision, you know, he and I talked in August of last year, and of course we've been talking for a couple of years about, you know, how, you know, how many years do I have left? And then when he made that decision in August, I think he felt really good about passing the torch on to Christian, and, and I did too, obviously. And so uh, I don't think we could be in a better situation as far as having a seamless transition. Now, Christian's going to put his own stamp on the program. He's going to do things um, the way he feels like they need to be done, and I encourage him to do that. Uh, but I think who we are is not going to change. And I think he understands that, and it lines up with his values, and I think that's the most important thing. But but Doss has shown that he knows how to do it. He knows how to get it done. He can recruit at a high level. can motivate guys. He's been successful as a head coach, and uh, I think we're all excited about the future. Tanner throws it, but Oz created the, the changeup. So, I mean, that's that, that just helps me understand. Hey, um, uh, about a minute and a half left. Um, anything for our fans to know coming out of spring meetings that yeah, you know, not, nothing major, and some of those things I have to, I'll have to. Uh, there are a few things that will come out later, and I'll, we need to let the CEOs vote on some of them to make them official. Um, but I think, uh, you know, one of the things we talked about this baseball tournament, you know, and Montgomery's been great. This is a great setting for those of you who are not here. Uh, unique park, it's got great character. The, the setup's really good down here. Um, there will be an RFP process for for you know where the tournament's held down the road. There's a couple of years on the contract here in Montgomery, and I'm sure Montgomery will will uh, be a part of that conversation and and submit a, a another bid. But there will be some other places that uh, want to get involved in that as well. And so that's the question that's come up a lot. And and so I'll just say that you know probably in the next year there'll be an RFP process that um, you know to see where the future of the baseball tournament. Uh, I'm all for Pensacola. Yeah, yeah. We've heard uh, you know we've heard from several different sites. Um, that um, are very interested in it. And so, you know, we, we we definitely want to try to put it in the best place possible. There's another town called Biloxi that Golden Eagle fans that's would, would appreciate that's that one. That's not bad. Yeah, as well. I would take either one. Either one. Have you, have you um, sent Brent Jones a, um, a text this morning at all about this afternoon's athletic event? I have not, you know, and, uh, and I will uh, – I will wait. I'm, I'm uh, you know, it's. Uh, I, I try not to give Brent too hard of a time because, uh, you know, we. I value his friendship, and 
you know, I want to make sure that uh, I, I don't uh, pour any fuel well, on the fire. So, you know, because he, he gets kind of, he gets fired up. Yeah. So I want to be careful about that. I don't well, want to, we I had know. Fed on the week of the ULM, and Fed said, those are my buddies in the dugout. But from inning one to nine, oh, no doubt. I'm gonna, what do you say? I'm going to rip their face off. I want to rip their face off. <laughs> no doubt. So Brent and I may not talk before the game starts, but probably after. Probably after. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremy, as always, thank you very much. I appreciate you guys. We always Thanks appreciate for being your here. friendship yeah. and your input on the show. Absolutely. Jeremy McLean, Athletics Director at Southern Miss. Coming up, Sunbelt Commissioner Keith Gill on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to a special two-hour edition of the Eagle Hour. We are in windy Montgomery, Alabama. I'm sure you could probably hear the wind in the background, and uh, we apologize for that. But we're not really complaining because it's cool, and the wind is uh, making it stay that way. Our special coverage sponsored by Warner Warren Asphalt. Genesis of Hattiesburg Parish Tractor Company and Southern Bank. I want to thank Jeremy McLean for joining us. And now we're thrilled to have uh, Commissioner Keith Gill on back on the Eagle Hour. And Commissioner, it's always a uh, great pleasure to have you on the show, and we thank you for your time today, sir. Yeah, thanks so much. It's great. Have I appreciate you um, having me back. So looking forward to it. All right, let me ask you this to start the interview, uh, Commissioner. We're now here in baseball, and uh, we so we've been through basketball, football. Now baseball, analyze what contribution you feel like all of the new teams that have come in, Old Dominion, James Madison, Marshall, Southern Miss, what, what as we've entered the third major sport, what, what do you see as the uh, contribution and addition that these schools are bringing to your conference? Yeah, you know, I, I just think they've made us all better. You know, if you go back to football, you know, you start off with the um, – you know, Old Dominion, um, certainly one of the new schools upset, you know, Virginia Tech in week one. Marshall, one of the new schools, upsets um, Notre Dame in week two. So those are two huge things. Obviously, along with App, with their big upset over Texas A&M and um, Georgia suddenly upset over Nebraska. So it started right off the bat in football in terms of that success. And then when you go to volleyball, you know, we almost had two teams in the Women's Volleyball Championship. James Madison, one of the new schools, won that. Um, and, um, and so, you know, Old Dominion won um, women's soccer. Um, so certainly you see that during the fall in, in terms of, you know, those impacts from those new schools. In terms of getting us better, getting us closer to multiple teams in, actually winning some championships, having some upsets nationally. Then you go to basketball, you look at the season Southern Miss had. Um, you know, I was at the home game Southern Miss had with Louisiana. Atmosphere was electric. So we have four teams in the top 100 in men's basketball, which is huge. And then if you look at baseball, we've got 10 teams in the top 100, you know, and, and obviously Southern Miss is right there, um, you know, in a, in a really good spot to, um, to get a nice um, place kind of in the NCAA tournament. And obviously Coastal's in good position as well, along with, um, you know, with, with Troy. And, um, and then we've got some other teams, Texas State, Louisiana, that are right there. So um, I, I think it's been tremendous um, in terms of their contribution. And I don't think this first year could have gone any better. Uh, Kamish, we uh, Southern Miss fans feel the same way. Just happy to, so happy to be in this league. And first time we've made the trip, we always, uh, when we were in another conference, we always came to the 
baseball tournament. And second day here, or third day officially in Montgomery, um, Eagles playing Troy in a little bit. What's the you know the relationship uh, between the city of Montgomery and and the Sun Belt Conference? It's a it's a center location, you know, as you look at the the map and and how did this relationship start? Yeah, you know, it's been great, you know, in terms of, you know, obviously Alabama is a big, important part kind of a, of the Sunbelt footprint. And um, and Montgomery being the capital city, you know, right near Troy, obviously not too far from Troy and really not too far from Mobile either. So it's a real good, like centrally located place, easy to get to from Atlanta and um, from all places kind of in our membership. And then it's got a beautiful stadium, um, you know, the partnership with the city, the partnership with the Biscuits has been great. Um, so the stadium is really first class and a really good place to um, to watch a baseball game. And then downtown Montgomery is the perfect place. You know, if you you know drive to Montgomery, you can really park your car and you don't have to get back in until you leave. You know, you've got hotels within walking distance of the stadium downtown. Really nice hotels um, that are you know really good places to stay. You've got good restaurants down there. Um, and then there's so much history. There's a lot of civil rights history. You know, you've got the Legacy yeah. Museum down there. Dr. King's Church is um, there right in the shadow of the Capitol. So it's a really, you know, wonderful place kind of historically and culturally, you know, good food, good location and proximity, and then obviously good baseball. You didn't see it like this, but those of us, you know, new to the Sunbelt Conference, I think in, in the group of five, there was, you know, a few years back, you know, five, six years back, people – in different conferences, saw themselves uh, above the Sun Belt. And then when we're inside of it and coming into it and we understand why it was made and we look up and we're in a top-five baseball conference, football is is going to be the, the preeminent group of five conference, if not already. All the commercials we see on ESPN Plus with the Sun Belt about rising. How did you see it? You know, you knew it was going to happen before it happened. And what's kind of been the principles that's just allowed the, the ascent of the conference to be what it is right now? Yeah, you know, I mean, we really focused on quality football and passionate fan bases in our footprint. So when you thought about, like, how we defined ourselves, um, uh, that's really how we defined ourselves as a conference. And then when we decided, hey, this, there could be some opportunities to grow, grow, that's what we really focused on. You know, we wanted people with really good football programs and good tradition really passionate fan base and a commitment to good athletics, you know? And, um, and so, and I think one of the byproducts of that, I mean, I think we hit those marks with all the teams that we added. Um, and, and certainly our, our, our conference is better for that. But the byproduct is we, we have teams, we have schools that are, that really care about athletics generally. And so now we got, you know, our baseball is even better. We had good baseball. You know, we had four teams in the NCAA tournament last season, um, you know, before we had the new teams. But, you know, we're going to get three or four again, and the quality of our baseball is better from top to bottom. Our softball is better. You know, we've got, you know, once again, multiple teams in um, softball championships as well. Um, And, uh, you know, Marshall played great in our championship game. So it really was good football, good fan bases, commitment to athletics. And then, you know, because that was our focus, we ended up with all these schools that have this comprehensive programs and great programs um and um and so it's, it's, it's turned out really better than i think we could have even imagined you know commissioner speaking from a southern miss standpoint uh i know 
that that our fan base is just absolutely thrilled to be in the Sun Belt. And I think we saw last weekend on our campus when Louisiana uh, was there for a weekend baseball series what sort of rivalries are, are going to develop uh, for Southern Miss. And I think about Louisiana. I think about uh, South Alabama, Troy. Those are going to be big rivalries. I foresee a real baseball rivalry developing between Southern Miss at Coastal Carolina because clearly both see themselves as the best team in the league. Those rivalries are, sir, are those important to a to the health of an athletic conference? I think so. You know, I mean, I, I think one of the things we were excited about by adding Southern Miss was, in some ways, we were recreating rivalries that already existed. You know, like historically. You know, those teams you mentioned were rivalries when you're in the same conference, and then as conference realignment happened, you don't play quite as much, and, and, and those games kind of go away. And, and so it's nice to kind of reestablish something that people are already kind of familiar with. You know, people at Southern Miss, they're familiar with Louisiana. They're familiar with South Alabama. So, and then there's proximity, you know, and I think the proximity is important because I think it does two things for us because – attendance is important to us as well. We want to drive attendance because that creates atmosphere, that creates exciting games. And so it gives you an opportunity for the regional piece so people actually care about the game, so they they come from a home standpoint. And then the away crowd, they can actually get there in a reasonable time, and so they come as well. So I do think the rivalries are really important. I think you want that intensity, you want that passion. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, athletics in the South is really important. And, um, and, and so we have those passionate fan bases. And I think the proximity and the rivalry only makes um, those passions even stronger. And I think that's a good thing. All right, last question for me, and Luke may have something. We've got a couple of minutes left. Are, are you happy with where the Sun Belt is now? Do you anticipate any, any future expansion, or do you think you're right where you want to be? You know, I, I think, you know, I, I go to the – you know, yes and yes, right? I don't, I don't really anticipate us growing. We aren't seeking that out. Um, that being said, though, you know, I mean, we're not going to miss an opportunity. And so, I think if there's some good opportunities out there for us to grow in ways that make sense, I don't, I don't think our our mind is closed to that. However, we do like where we are. You know, we've got 14 great schools. You know, located in a nice place with good fan bases and and really good sports programs. So. We, we do feel really good, you know, I think, but I do think our best days are ahead of us. And, you know, I'm not one to close the door on any opportunity. And so with something, if something that we think makes sense, you know, comes along, you know, we're just not going to stand pat just to stand pat. That being said, you know, we feel really good, really comfortable about where we are. Commissioner, um, as we wrap up, I, I know um, as a former Southern Miss athlete, what you said specifically about a conference not going after a media market but but valuing fans and tradition and the passion within those towns um, is is so refreshing to hear, and that's how you know Southern Miss um, came about, and that's why we are what we are today. So, you know, as we wrap up this interview, just appreciate you very much for that. Thank you for your leadership, and thanks for being on the Eagle Hour today. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so I'll be in Montgomery tomorrow, so I look forward to seeing you. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, Commissioner. Always appreciate you. Good deal. Thank you so much. Take care. All right, Commissioner Keith Gill, everybody, on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. There's just all kinds of celebrities around us. 
Gabe Montenegro, the terror of the uh, Intermural Softball, League, Southern Southern League, is here, along with his dad. The famous Jack Duggan is sitting right to our left, so that draws a lot of Lloyd Lunsford on site as yeah, well. Texas a, State, Georgia State on the field. Uh, we're having a good time. It's good. Is this a- Appalachians here after yeah, their, after their State victory, guys are victory this pasta. I'm going to go ask them where they got. Do we get paid to do this? Jeremy doesn't think we do. Oh, we'll be right back. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Montgomery, Alabama. We want to thank Warren and Warren Asphalt Company, Genesis of Hattiesburg, Parish Tractor Company, and Southern Bank Corps for sponsoring our special coverage of the Sunbelt Baseball Tournament. Also, obviously, want to thank uh, Commissioner Keith Gill, uh, for coming on the show, as well as uh, Jeremy McLean, Athletics Director. I'm delighted to have this next guest on the show. Uh, there are a lot of things I'll say about him. He's a huge supporter of Southern Miss Athletics. He's a great friend of Super Talk. Most importantly to me and my wife, he is a very, very dear friend uh, to Angela and I. Uh, truth is, we just really love the guy. Larry Warren, the famous Larry Warren from Warren & Warren Asphalt. Mr. Larry, how are you? I'm great. I'm great. Doing well. Well, you don't do highway work since I've last saw you. You're not. You never will. Am I right about that? That's exactly right. Never will. <laughs> all right, Larry. Uh, first of all, we appreciate you uh, helping us uh, by being here and uh, being such a big supporter uh, and uh, longtime friend of Super Talk, but. I did want to bring you on, too, today because I know how dearly you love this baseball program, and you're such a loyal fan and supporter. I guess like you, like me, I should say, we are a little sad at the departure of our coach. Your thoughts about Coach Scott Berry, Larry? Well, there's nothing you can say bad about Coach Berry. He's a very very dear friend um, I hate to see him retire uh, but like he said every every step you make is another step closer to the end but um, I, I've got to uh, say I, I wish him the best and I hope he made the right decision I hate to see him go I think you're a lot a lot like a lot of us, that when we talk about Scott Berry, I mean, we don't always, the first thing we think of is not always his huge accomplishments on the field, but what kind of personal interaction we've had with him, and what a kind and just really unique man he is. Is that, I'm sure, the way you see it, too? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, uh, ever since I met Coach, um, I've you felt like that uh, you've known him all your life, and that's the way he treats you. Uh, and uh, there's not very many people in this world that make you feel that way, make you feel special. Whenever he's talking to you, he's talking to you, and uh, genuinely cares. Uh, so that's 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 that itself is uh, quite an accomplishment for a man. 
Mr. Larry Luke Johnson here. I feel the same way. I knew Coach Barry as an as a, a student athlete when I played football, and even to this day, he treats me the exact same way. I've been fortunate enough to uh, you invite me and and your family invites me. I'm able to uh, watch some baseball with you guys, and and I, I just I was doing some schoolwork last week, right before the game. You got there, went and got your peanuts, went outside, and. Just watch the Golden Eagles warm up. How did your your love for Southern Miss baseball just continue to develop to where it is today? Well, uh, Lee Applewhite introduced me to actually to baseball. Um, I never watched baseball up until he convinced me to uh, purchase a suite, and uh, so it's. It's grown, and you get to know everybody. You get to know the players, and you get involved, and and you meet so many good people at Southern. The Southern fans are wonderful. Is 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 the number one thing that I've always noticed during the football games and basketball games. The Southern fans always treat the other team with respect, and that's what I love about Southern. Well, let me point out to you, Luke, and you know this, uh, Larry's kind, so kind to all of us. He enables us all to watch baseball with him. And, Larry, it would be hard to put into words how special the group is uh, that we gather every year for baseball and how much we all enjoy uh, being up there with you. And I know that I speak on behalf of Scott Berry, uh, who who last week, you know, when he signed those uh, pictures for us, as I told you, asked me to let you know how much he appreciated everything you do. And uh, so we thank you very much, and uh, we're already looking forward to next year, Mr. Larry. Well, I am too. I'm, I'm, I'm still hoping that there's a lot of games left this year. No, no question, and I'm hoping that we're all together. Yeah, I'm hoping we're all together at the Pete next week, but, uh, but well, time will tell. Thank you very much. We appreciate everything that you do, and it's always a pleasure to uh, talk to you and and spend some time with you. Thank you. All All right. Larry Warren, everybody. Warren Warren Asphalt Company, uh, one of the great people you'll ever meet your wife. And we get to do this again for another hour. Yeah, we do. It's pretty good, man. There's uh, all kinds of stuff. There's Montenegro's behind us. John Cox walked up. Jack Jack Duggan, Duggan. Lloyd Lunsford, Appalachian State baseball team right here. And uh, Golden Eagles play Troy today. The, the Mountaineers are eating Mexican food. Is that right, guys? Mexican? Yeah. They told me where to eat at Boone they when gave we come the in the fall. Thumb, the thumbs up of approval? Yeah. yeah. There yeah. we go. Great guys. All right. We're at the, what is this? This is a River Walk. The River Walk Stadium Park. in Montgomery. That's right. Beautiful, beautiful day. We'll be right back. More Eagle Hour to come. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, welcome back. I want to thank uh, Larry Warren and uh, also Commissioner 
uh, Gill and, of course, Jeremy McLean for being in the first hour of our two-hour edition. And what a show we've got, man. we just got, again, celebrities sitting all around us. We want to get right to our first guest of this hour. Gabe Montenegro needs no introduction to anybody that follows Southern Miss. His dad, Momo Montenegro, who I'm happy to say has become a friend of mine over the last few years. And uh, you and I have had some pretty damn tense moments together watching oh, these man. boys, haven't we? We've had a few there up there on the <laughs> little suite you have there. And, Gabe, I've never told you this, but I ruined, I ruined a family moment because last year when you got that clutch hit late against LSU that broke the game open, your dad's in front of me, and he's videotaping that. And I don't know if you've seen the videotape, but I'm the reason that the videotape was ruined because I grabbed him and started shaking him around when uh, he was taking the uh, video of you. But I enjoyed the hit, and I got to see it, Gabe. I don't think your dad did because the, the phone was going over. But we're glad to have you guys on the show, man. Gabe, how are you? Good. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Well, we're, we're glad to have you. Look, well, let's get this started. I, I want to – well, let me ask you a question first, Gabe. How, what, what has it been like after such a – legendary career uh, to watch Southern Miss baseball and to watch your baby brother play in Southern Miss baseball? Um, it, I, I really didn't think so, but um, it I get very nervous watching the games from the stands. Like I, my, my knees shake, my hands shake, especially when he's catching or up to bat. I really feel like, and now I know what my parents feel like when they're watching the games. You just, you just want them to do good, and then I get so nervous every time. Now, when you finished your career last year and you, you played what you knew was your last game, what, what emotionally were you feeling? Um, well, at the moment, um, I, I had the mentality that it wasn't going to be my last game, you know, because you, you just want to keep winning. Uh, but then after my last at Batty, that's where it really hit me. And that's, I, I, that's when you start, you know, just living all the memories that you've had from the Pete and uh, from all the fans. And yeah, that's when it starts, you know, getting pretty sad. All right, now let me, let, we're going to play this. You and your dad, neither one have heard this. But I talked to your brother, Rodrigo, after the game Saturday. He was pretty emotional. Here, here's how the interview went. All right, Rodrigo Montenegro on the Eagle Hour. Now, Rodrigo, this is a great story. Your brother comes here. He's a folk legend. You play here two years. You're clearly a crowd favorite. Talk about the journey from Oklahoma here and what this has meant to you. You know, I've, I've, uh, I've said this plenty of times. Uh, one of the main reasons why I, why I came to Hattiesburg is because of the fans. Um, I mean, this place is so special, and I cannot thank the fans enough for the experience that they have given me the past two years and, and I'm going to take it for the rest of my life and from the bottom of my heart thank you Baseburg what was it like what was it like today for you Rodrigo knowing this may be your last uh, day at Pete Taylor Park you know um, I knew it was going to be a sad day um, but I knew that one day it was going to come to an end and uh, now that it's over I mean I have nothing else but like I said thank you all and uh, I enjoyed it a lot I enjoyed uh Everybody enjoying my walkout songs, and it means a lot to me. It means a lot to my family that that everybody uh, welcome with their arms open to me and my brother here in Hattiesburg. And there's nothing more special than than that, especially being away from home. Here's what Scott Berry told me about you Monday. He said, what I like about Rodrigo is he stays within himself. He doesn't come up and try to be a home run hitter, but he gets on base and he does the things that we need him to do to help this team win. He expressed great admiration for you. You know, I mean, Coach Berry's a great coach, and I and I can't thank him enough. And, yeah, I mean, I try to do my things when I go to the plate. 
I know I'm not a power hitter, and I know that I have to do my things to to start the rallies or whatever I, whatever the team needs for me. And uh, I know that I'm gonna get on base, and I have confidence about myself and my plan. And I'm just I just stick to it every game and every at bat. Okay, so season number two starts, and here in Montgomery, uh, you guys certainly capable of winning this whole thing. I mean, we sure are. We just we just gotta stick one game at a time, one one t- one practice at a time. I mean, it all starts with Monday. I mean, we gotta come here and and practice and uh, and then take one game at a time. We can't think we can't think ahead and just just think one game at a time and and one day at a time. All right, Dad, your reaction to that? Oh man, uh, Rodrigo was a very emotional kid. Uh, I mean, he's. Uh, He's the one that has uh, emotions on the sleeve. You can see that when he catches, when he plays the game. And you gotta understand something. This is, I mean, this is ending um, kind of a journey for us. Um, we, I mean, we coming from Guatemala and, and baseball being so small in Guatemala, so little, and nobody plays much. And uh, having these kids play D1 at the highest level, we had to do a lot of sacrifices as a family. And um, and you know. Um, a lot of pushback from family members, having them uh, get out, I mean, take them out of school and, and homeschool them. And we had to do a lot of, of things differently than the usual kid in Guatemala. So they, they, they knew that. And it's something we nurtured them, being Melanie and I being both athletes, that uh, in order for them to get a better education, better, better shot at life, uh, they needed baseball to do that. So. It's, it's, it's really been a, journey, been a journey that's ending and pretty much uh, as far as the baseball side of it. Um, and we start compartmentalizing like stages on life. And, um, and we're ready for the next one, whatever that is. And, and, and Hattiesburg is going to be one of the more special places for us ever. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's part of our family now. It's, it's in our hearts. That's one thing, Momo, you told me. Um... You said uh, I'll I'll be back here, and you said even if Rodrigo and Gabe aren't, and you said I'm gonna be. <laughs> I, yeah, once they, it gets in your blood, man, it's they hard. They kid me. They 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 gun on me about that. <laughs> Both yeah. the boys. Good stuff, Gabe. Um, we we were joking uh, off off uh, off air. Uh, Rod, Rodrigo did not say this, but we said he insinuated that he was the stronger of the Montenegro brothers. To which you were you asked us to refer to the uh, to the home run um, statistical categories. Fourteen to nothing, Gabe over uh, Rodrigo. Um, he he does have that average above me, but he cannot brag about the stronger. That's that's for sure. Each, just look at the stats. I mean, and, <laughs> and looking at the stats right now, and you can comment on this again, Gabe. Your brother's batting three ninety five this year. I mean, it's insane. I mean, he's, now his career average at Southern Miss is three forty. Um, really gelled with Tanner Hall uh, as, as being behind the plate. And you know, about about a month and a half ago, we saw him, you know, starting to do, starting two out of three of the weekend series. And the bat's been phenomenal um, the, the second half of the season. Yes, yeah, he he he's just always been a, a good contact hitter, and he's I believe it's his mentality. He's he has that dog mentality when he goes up to hit that you're not gonna beat him, and so he just sticks to his approach, and no one is gonna tell him different. And I believe that's why he has that batting average. Now we we do need to uh, ask something. Uh, your your power has translated over into another sport at Southern Miss. Some people think it's a varsity sport. It's actually not. It's intramurals. Um, 
So I was told that there was somebody cold called emailed you basically and, and asked you and recruited you to a softball team. I, I, that's a that's an urban legend floating around campus right now. How did that happen? Yeah, it was just a random name. I, I got an email, a school email from Caleb, and he was saying, uh, hey, man, you, um, he said, you probably don't know me, but uh, we have an intramural team, and he's coming up in a few weeks, and I was wondering if you want to play with us. And then I was like, yeah, for sure, I, I want to play. And then so um, that's how it all started. And then just- so so for our listeners that don't know this, uh, Rodrigo's playing in the Pete, and Momo leaves the Pete and crosses 4th Street uh, to to go watch intramural song. I mean, life's full of hard choices, isn't it, Momo? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Rodrigo wasn't in the lineup that day, so I got that going for me. And uh, it was it was Gabe's um final game so it was an important game for us yeah, uh, you, you told me you were leaving for yeah that, that everything is, that's uh, it's competitive and having them play yeah we'll be there all right Gabe. that we're, we're told this that the day you walked up the opposing team is going now wait a minute that's Gabe Montenegro. He can't play on the softball team. You say they uh, they try to uh, like appeal the uh, before the game started. They try to say he was he was not allowed for a baseball player to play. But then my my team my team is were prepared. They had the handbook with them from the start, so they were prepared and they went over the rule book and they said nothing about it. It was like a year. He had to be a year out, and I was already a year out out of baseball, so I I was allowed to play. Here's what he said to me a few minutes ago, Luke. He said, well, you know, at first it took me a while to catch on because it was slow pitch, and then he grinned and he said, but I caught on. Yeah, and then the, the day you went over there, he hit like three bombs, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He, hit, he hit like three home yeah, runs, didn't he? Did, did. It, it was it's something it's about uh, uh, Momo's um, presence that even the team got hyped up, and we scored like 30 runs that game. So so is it is it the game-winning hit against Arizona State? Is it the triple against Mississippi State? Is it the regional hit against LSU, or is the three bombs at the intramural softball game. I've never hit three bombs, not even like in a year. So that three bombs in a game, that's, that had to top it. That's right up there. <laughs> that's right up there. Three bombs at the intramural softball game. Well, my man, I'm going to say that to me the hit was that one against uh, LSU. That broke it open on a Monday afternoon. And Momo, on a scale of 1 to 10, that was like a 40 in intensity, wasn't it, we were We were freaking out, remember, Bob? <laughs> yeah, I remember well. And, and then and then they changed pitchers, so everything got, like, it, it, it was like five minutes before the next pitch. And I remember Scott Berry calling, over, calling Gabe over and grabbing his helmet from, from the head and whispering something. It, it, and then his, his walk on song was playing remember because they they couldn't but they like sneak sneaked it in and it, right, the, the right. crowd ground went crazy it was great all right we've got the game at momo montenegro with us we're going to continue our conversation here from montgomery alabama right after the break Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back to Montgomery, Alabama. We want to thank Southern Bank Corps, Paris Tractor Company, Genesis of Hattiesburg, and more and more in asphalt for sponsoring our road coverage of the tournament. And, of course, all our great Eagle Hour sponsors that are with us each and every day. We're grateful uh, to everybody that uh, that makes the show possible. We're visiting with Gabe 
and his dad, Momo Montenegro. Uh, Jack Duggan still to come on the show. Rodrigo has just walked up here and has confirmed, Luke, that he is the stronger, better of the two players. Gabe said he only hit two home runs in JUCO, so Gabe's still up like fourteen to two. So the only thing he has against me is he's he's hit an upper upper bomb. That's the only thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Gabe, look, look back on your career. Uh, the truth is, man, I mean, you're a legendary baseball player here. You always will be. But are there are there two or three moments in your great career that stand out in, in your mind that now that you're done, you think back on the most? Um, well, the first one, it's I, I always think about is it. my very first at bat when I, uh, well, I walked, but I skipped Lebo on the batting order, and so he got called out. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I don't know what I was I don't know what I was thinking. I remember then, that. Yes. And then the Arizona State walk off, and then the LSU hit. Right. The LSU hit is probably the top. Right. So he corrected the record. We gave him a second chance. Right. To, your, your dad made mention of the fact that they, they paused in that LSU game. It was so dramatic. And and so you're you're waiting for their pitcher to get ready. Scott Berry comes up. Scott Berry's talking to you. What did Scott say to you that day, Gabe? Um, well, Coach Berry, the thing, the thing about Coach Berry is that he, he can be very intense, but at the same time calming. So... In that situation, he came up to me and um, he he knew the, like the whole situation in that moment, and he just came up to me and say like, "Hey, you you you've been you've been part of this program for a while, and you've been through this situation. So just stick to your approach, stick to who you are, and you you're gonna produce for us." Talk about what what you think his legacy is. I mean, you played for him. Uh, we won't we won't. Bring up how many years you played for Southern Miss baseball, Gabe. But we're thankful for. I'm just joking. It was it was awesome, awesome time. T- talk about Scott Berry, the man and the coach. He he's he's an incredible person. He's um, he's always been like a role model model for me. He has uh, always um, helped me in in the field and as well as outside the field. So he's not only a coach; he's like a like a dad to us. And and so like we we're always gonna remember him uh, for you know the. Um, support that he's yep. given us throughout the years, and and Momo for you, um, you're not just giving your you know your sons to a university. I mean, you're you're, you're passing your sons to another country, and so there's <laughs> got to be somebody to take care of them. And I know that you know the way that you have viewed Scott Berry, as, as Gabe said, you know, as a, as a second father to your sons while they're in a different country, sure means a lot. What this baseball program's done for your family. Yeah, definitely. And um, you know, when when uh, when they went to high school, there were like 16, 15, 16 year olds, and uh, their high school coach was a father figure. We we kind of had that blessing. We've had that blessing throughout their baseball uh, path. Their high school coach was a was a father figure for them. Um, of course, of course, Coach Barry and I ran into him the other day, and I thank, thanked him because. He's been taking care of all our boys all this time and, and sacrificing his family, and now he gets to enjoy his family, which is awesome for him. And then, and then Rodrigo and Juco had a, had a great baseball coach as well, uh, Coach Russell uh, in Western Oklahoma. So it did that, those father figures as coaches, that's, that's the, main, the main thing. That's the, the most important thing, yep. actually. This next year will be the first time, Gabe, I don't know if you knew this, be the first time since 
2013 that a Lynch or a Montenegro will not be on the roster. And uh, actually, I should I should take that on a playing roster because Danny's coming back as uh, as as the GA. But I'm, I'm I'm saying I say that to say when you think of Southern Miss baseball over the last decade, as far as players. There's always been one, one somebody from your family. There's always been somebody from Danny's family. Yes, I, um, I didn't, I hadn't think about that, but yeah, and uh, you know, Danny Lynch uh, has always been, you know, that guy also in the locker room, just that leader. And you know, you can see it on the field. You can see him when his uh, all the players are around him. So it's. Uh, we heard he talks occasionally. He he doesn't talk. Or do, he does talk a lot. He's always he's always running his mouth. He? He's always chirping in the locker room and outside the field, just anywhere he is. Yeah. All right, uh, Gabe, we haven't had an opportunity to get you to analyze this, but we want you to analyze the Danny Lynch batting stance. <laughs> well, um, what I've heard is that he stretches his back. That's that's what I've heard, but. Um, He's he's had some some bad stances over the years, but I mean you hit two grand slams, so I should have tried it. <laughs> Maybe everybody on the team mm-hmm. should give it. Talk about that two grand slams in one game. That and on, on senior day, you know, it, it just cannot be scripted better that he even got the chance on uh, with bases loaded twice. And uh, but I just hope that he doesn't teach that stance to the players next year when he's coaching. <laughs> Coach Grill have something to say about Tell that. Tell me if, if you believe this is true. Scott Berry told me a couple years ago that it, at, at, after one game, one of the third base coaches for the other for the opposing team walked up to him. He said, "Does the Lynch kid ever shut up?" And Coach Berry said, "No, not very often." And um, yeah, he he he's always that's that's why he's just the uh, uh, the the leader of the team. The the captain is just because he's always out there talking and motivating the players so he he's really been a part big part of this program what would be um your message i know you talk to your brother but i mean to these guys i mean especially the sergeants um guys like that the the ewings that this is the last run for them you know in the black and gold what would be your message to them uh, just enjoy uh, every moment uh, in the field and outside the field because uh, one of the most things that you're going to remember in the end is uh, like your teammates and the, the little moments that you have with them. And so just try to enjoy every single situation, even if you're not playing, every single throw, every single catch, just every single swing because you're going to miss it. Momo, I want to go back to something we talked about earlier. Um, you being accepted – as a Southern Miss baseball father, but it, it's it's more than that. Just as as life goes on and you won't have uh, a son on the team anymore, you have said over and over. We talked about this in the roost last week. You and I did, but um, just how Southern Miss people when, once once you 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 realize that this is your family, they're they're family, and and talk about while you will continue to watch Southern Miss baseball in the future. Yeah, I mean, I mean, seven years, man. It's been it's been a while. So so in all those years, I've I've made we made some friendships here with I mean, red genuine friendships, not not just the dad of a baseball player on the team that goes through and and and, uh, and talks to people and people ask about what how. How's your boy? What's he doing? These are genuine uh, uh, friendships, and um, even even I mean, 
I was at a West Jones high school game. I went over to the Little League game with Bump Bailey to watch his song play and stuff like that that I I like doing with with people here. People you, are here you liked so the nice. West Jones game, didn't you? Yeah, man, that was incredible. What, a, what an atmosphere. Jesus. It was, uh, yeah, of course. Mississippi tra- baseball is crazy. Man. It was great. Jesus Christ. You, you, you said something on... Um, you said something on Twitter that you said it was more people at the at the West Jones High School game than some of the oh yeah others I've been, I've been, been in pro league soccer games back home in Guatemala. They don't have as many people there as that game that had that day. Yep, incredible. All right, Gabe, a couple minutes left. How's how's life for you? How are you adjusting to post baseball? Uh, it, it's been it's been really good. Uh, just uh, you know, teaching the young generation coming up. Uh, let me tell you, I'm 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 becoming that uh, so old that I, I keep saying that that next generation just needs needs to step it up. <laughs> I don't think we can disagree. Can you look, think, look, look, they don't give out participation trophies where these dudes grew up. Okay. No, no. no and and where a lot of our dudes grew up as yeah, as well. No, absolutely. And I, I will ask you this: How cool was it though, throughout your college career, through your brother's college career? To see your national flag being flown in the roost. Oh, it's 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 been incredible because uh, you know you come into another country, you uh, you know you're gonna feel uh, out of place, like out of home. You're gonna you're gonna get homesick, and just having that flag and all that support from everybody, it just makes you. Um, feel welcomed and you know it, it makes you feel at peace with all the support working on the masters finishing up masters is that correct Fish, finishing up the masters the teaching masters and i think the plan is the other montenegro he may momo right he may stick around and yeah. finish the masters yeah he already was accepted here in at usm so great stuff around. all right gabe you know you are a legend and you're once you're a legend, you're a legend the rest of your life, my man. <laughs> thank you very much. I really appreciate everything and that you guys have Always a pleasure to see thank you. Thank you. Well, Mo, thank you, man. I've thank sure you. enjoyed thank the you, last few years with you. You too. Friend. Thank you for having me. All right, we'll be right back. Uh, Jack Duggan next as the celebrity train continues to roll on the Eagle Hour. Tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Hey, welcome back, everybody. I want to thank Southern Bank Corps, Parish Tractor Company, Genesis of Hattiesburg, Ward Warren Asphalt for sponsoring our road trip here. We're in Montgomery, Alabama, and right now Georgia State and Texas State on the field right below us. And Texas State leading 5-2 to two in the bottom of the fifth inning. The famous Jack Duggan, man, a day of celebrities, and you always save the biggest celebrity for last. Oh, come on. I'm like the guy 
who comes in right after the headliner. I'm like I'm like the rookie comic who comes on right after Seinfeld, I was and a, he's hoping that he gets about three minutes on stage. I was a Come punter. Come on, guys. You know, you know, I know better than I was that. a punter, Jack. I'm like, I, I totally understand. I, I mean, I'm like, okay, here's what we got on the lineup today, guys. Let's see. Uh, we got to fill these last 20 minutes. You think we can get Duggan to come on? You know, he's not doing anything. Well, do you want to be on? Do you want to be on Duggan? Or do you, no, I'm kidding. I mean, it's just like, come on. Let's just let Duggan come on. We'll just let him, you know. I like you, Jack. That'd be the first save he's had in his good old Eagle career. His first. So, you, you could catch a foul ball up here. Which, by the easy. way, which by the way, guys, where is Kelly? Why is Kelly not we here? We don't think Kelly is, out is he not? Is he not? Is he still not allowed to leave the state? No, he's not. I mean, is that is that uh, he actually left the state? Yeah. He's 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 at the Indy 500. Oh, okay, well, we good tried for him. very hard not to take him into public. That's the one time. Yeah. The one time I, can, this year. I can see that. That's that's probably very smart. It's the one time this year they removed the ankle bracelet is for the Indy 500. Okay, mm-hmm. fair yeah. enough. Yeah, yeah. How are you, man? I'm doing good. Good, doing good. It's baseball good. time. I I get to enjoy a little baseball. Uh, I'm 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 hopeful that we will win today, so we will have tomorrow off, so I can drive. I can drive back to Mississippi for the day as my two daughters are graduating from high school. Congratulations. And so I'm going back either tonight or the first thing in the morning. They are they will graduate from the Mississippi School of the Arts in Brookhaven. So Wow, I didn't know they were there. Yeah, That's yeah they incredible, spent the last man. two years there and uh, man, I tell you what, I couldn't be more prouder than my two daughters and uh, they have turned into just wonderful young women and um, they just kinda it just kind of gets me, man. They'll be, they'll both be gold eagles next year. So good deal. Uh, good deal. Did they get so, their artistic talents from you? No, God, come on, Bob. You know better than that. <laughs> I'm not sure they got them from my wife either. I think I got them from my wife's dad because he's uh, he's pretty good. He's he's very talented. But uh, yeah, so I got one one uh, in theater and one is uh, one is an artist. So good deal. Uh, not that they're not both artists, but you know what I mean. So. Yeah, Jack. Let, let's play this real quick. I will okay. get your thoughts about something Scott Berry said yesterday about the baseball team. If you if you can run that one, okay. I do what Tanner Hall would do at the first of the year, but your pitching staff as a whole has made enormous strides. Talk about that. It has, you know, and I think it's. I mean, really, Bob. I think it's the whole team. I mean, I think the first half. We were trying to figure out the pieces. I mean, uh, we were trying to figure out the pieces on the pitching staff. I mean, we had the we had the starters figured out. I mean, that wasn't a problem there at all. It was, you know, the bullpen pieces that we were so inconsistent with. And uh, and I think the same way with the offense. You know, we, we weren't hitting one through nine uh, there that first half. And, you know, the top half would be hitting and the bottom half wouldn't. So, it, you know, it was a pretty short lineup. We started getting the length out of that. We started figuring out the guys that separated themselves in the bullpen through consistency that needed to be out there and gave us the best chance to win and certainly over these last 20 games I feel like that we've we've figured that out you know we finally have gotten that separation and who's supposed to be out there and and who's supposed to be those backups all right Jack I, I think from my standpoint I want to get your thoughts about this from a coaching standpoint when you look at everything that was lost last year it's a pretty remarkable job where we're sitting right now. No, I think so. I mean, you know, if you'd asked me six weeks ago, do you think this team could win 14 in a row? I said, uh. I mean, I, I thought I thought it's been a good team, but you know, they, they've really the last last six weeks have really have really come on. They've played great baseball. They've been fun to watch. I mean, they won eight conference series this weekend or this season rather, and 
Uh, you know, the two they lost were on the road. The first one at Texas State, which was a hard series. And then, of course, we lose two or three at Coastal Carolina. You know, a couple of days we got, you know, shellacked. But, you know, they didn't give up. They came back. They won on Sunday uh, at Coastal. And, and that you know, that started the 14-game winning streak. I, I think it's a good club. I mean, but you but you look you look at what we had to replace. I mean, especially on the pitching side. Oh, I mean, yeah. We lose twelve guys last year. We lose five to the draft. That you know, quite frankly, I don't think that we we thought that we would. We probably thought we would maybe lose two or three. I think that's right. And we had we thought we had, we're going to have some pieces back. But you know, you look you look at Dalton Rogers. You just got promoted mm-hmm. yesterday, and um, you know they, those guys are moving on. I mean, Tyler Stewart is having a great year. Um, Landon Harper having a great year for them. Riggins uh, is at Rome. I mean, yeah, Riggins is a graduate, but but you know Ben Etheridge, great year. Uh, so so guys who you know could have come back and help us, they've gone on and uh, they've started their professional career. And you know we had you know in a lot of ways our coaches had to go back to the drawing board, and uh, you know they did a great job. They were able to bring in some guys that uh, were able to kind of fit in the puzzle, and you know I mean I mean. It's not an exact science. You got to figure it out. Who are, who are your best guys in what situations? And you know, I think it took Coach Ostrander, you know, about a month to, to figure that out. And and once we did, you know, we we got to become a better ball club. And and you know, here we are. We're sitting second day of the conference tournament. We're thirty eight and sixteen. We get we're on the cusp of winning our seventh straight forty win season. I mean, that's just phenomenal. I mean, I mean seven. Seven forty-one seasons. We can get there. We've already uh, got the twenty-one straight um, thirty-one seasons. Nobody else in the country. There's no other program in the in the country that has done that. I mean, uh, both Florida State and Ole Miss were both ahead of us, but they didn't get to thirty wins. So that you know, we're at the top of that right. top of that board now. And you know, it's just and you know, it just comes back. It, it comes back to consistency. No, uh-uh. no, no, no. So. Uh, you know, it just comes down to consistency, and that's what we've been. We've been consistent, and uh, it's just been fun. I mean, and, and you know, quite frankly, that 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 boils down to our head coach. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a consistent, you know, well, uh, you know, evil even tempered guy, and that's the way our guys play. And you know, they say you're a lot like your coaches, and and you know, we play like Scott Barry, and and you know, we've done it for. What fourteen years? And uh, I tell you what, it's been fun. It's been fun to watch them. It's been fun to watch this team grow. Uh, it's fun to get to know these guys. They're a great group of young men, and uh, it's just fun to watch them play. What was uh, last Friday night, other than the, the the lightning delay? But I mean, you as a Southern Miss guy, outside of your job, Jack. I mean, just as a baseball dude, watching Scott Berry being honored in the Pete. I know that was special for you. Well, it was, and. You know, I got a little emotional. I, I got a little, you know, I wrote some of that stuff, and uh, I, you know, I wrote his, I wrote his retirement release, and and I'd, I'd be lying to you if I didn't tell you that I got emotional both times that I was sitting down and writing it, and uh, because you know, to me, he's not just a coach; he's right. a friend. Heck, he's a hero. I yeah. mean, I, you know, I love the guy. I mean, there's nothing. You know, I joke with him all the time. I say, you know, coach, I'd take a bullet for you, and and. Yeah, I joke, but I would. Yeah, I would. I mean, that's that's the kind of man Scott Barry is, and and uh, you know, the last 
what, 12 years that I've been with him. I didn't. I was not. I was not the baseball SID his first year here, but I took over in 2011, and have been uh, the day-to-day guy. Uh, and and you know I do football too, and I run I run our office. But you know this part of the year, I, you know baseball is is what I do, and um, it's just so special, man. I, it's it's you got to be around it to kind of really understand it, and uh, it's a special group of people. You know the players. They revolve in and out, and, you know, we always seem to get great kids. And they're, they're guys that are fun to root for. And, uh, you know, they're blue-collar guys. They come in, they bust their tail, and uh, they move on, and they do great things with their life. You know, you're exactly – that's very well said. We've been fortunate. They've kind of let us into their inner circle a little bit. And uh, it's just – God, it's just a special thing to be a part of. It really is. I, I, I you know, I'm a, look. I'm a very, very small part of it. I know that. I'm, I'm, I'm not. You know, I, I, I don't have a very high ego. But uh, just to have, just to be that small part is is has meant a lot to me. Right. Uh, and uh, you know, I just, you know, this, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to cherish these next few weeks that 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 we still have. You know, coach, and and uh, and then you know, just moving forward with Coach Ostrander, I think right. you know is, we couldn't have hired a better guy. Absolutely, right. this is cliche, but it'd be fun to get hot for Barry here at the end. Oh, well, it sure <laughs> would. There's you know a lot of similarities. I mean, you know, you go back to '09 when we went to the College World Series. You know, we played Elon, we played Georgia, we played Georgia Tech. You know who the fourth team in that in that regional was? Who? Georgia State. Is that right? Yeah, they we didn't play them, but but they yep. were the four team. Yeah, and uh, well, you know, maybe there's some similarities. Maybe we can, you know, maybe we can pull a run off. It'd be it'd be fun to it'd be fun to go through it. It really would. And Absolutely. I hope I hope that we can. I'd love for us to go back to Omaha. That'd be that'd be a nice tribute to a guy who's done so much for our program. Can I tell you that we really appreciate you putting up with us too? Huh. It's my pleasure. You know, sometimes I get a little grumpy. I guess because I'm getting older. But, well, I thought uh, you were going to walk off the set at the first part of this segment, so I'm glad you stuck around. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I like to, I like to, I like to be a little uh, brusque at times. It was good. It so, was good. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you, guys. Hey, appreciate all you do for Southern Miss. One and only Jack Duggan on the Super Talk Eagle Hour. We'll be right back. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. All right, we want to thank Jack Duggan for joining us. Uh, he's a great friend, and it's always wonderful when uh, we get together with Jack. Always have a good time. Of course, want to thank uh, the legend Gabe Montenegro for being on the show along with his dad Momo Montenegro. It's been a great, uh, been a great couple hours here. And part of the reason we're here, a big part of the reason actually, is because of. Uh, well, these good folks, Genesis of Hattiesburg and Kevin Mullins, who have been one of our four road sponsors here. And Kevin, first of all, I would be remiss if I didn't say thank you very much uh, for sponsoring our coverage out here. Oh, you're welcome. We, we're glad to sponsor Super Talk and, you know, the Southern Miss Golden All right. I know that uh, Genesis of Hattiesburg and uh, Matt Grubbs Hyundai, you, Mr. Grubbs, Huge, long-time supporters of Southern Miss Athletics. And uh, 
Mr. Grubbs and you and the people that uh, were you the guys that that run the dealerships, you have a real appreciation for the value that the university brings to the community. Kevin, talk about that, if you will. Um, without question, you know, we've got not only Southern Miss, but William Carey, too. We've got two wonderful universities in the city, and they bring a lot of business to us, too. Uh, so we like to give back, obviously, to those who give to us. And, you know, there's, and they make a huge impact, a positive impact on the community and the lives of our youth growing forward. So, you know, anything we can do to help out, we do our best. Well, you guys do a lot, and I think you do a lot, lot more than probably the average uh, fan realizes. There's a lot going on with your company right now, Kevin. You guys are remodeling your Hyundai dealership, and then right down the road you're going to build a, a Genesis dealership that you told me was going to be like a, a Taj Mahal of car dealerships. Well, if, if you've ever been to a Ritz-Carlton that's going to be on the low end of luxury compared to what uh, this facility is going to be. It's uh, it's about a 15,000-square-foot building, all glass, everything. Every touch point is going to be leather, high technology. It's going to be something as that Hattiesburg really hasn't seen on, on that end of the luxury scale so far, and we're super excited about it. When do you anticipate that opening, Kevin? We're hoping September or October. Um, we're, we're actually ahead of schedule on that building where with a Hyundai remodel, we're, we seem to be a little bit behind schedule, but that's okay. Um, you know, we hope to be in there September or early October this year. Now, the, the, the Hyundai dealership uh, is, is really still undergoing some uh, renovation, but my heavens, I, I was in there the other day talking to you. It's, it's beautiful as well. You guys really have state-of-the-art facilities. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful as well. We've actually doubled the size of our sales showroom um, and it's completely open and ready to go now and then we should be back in the service department this service riders area and the service check-in we should hopefully be into that area next week and then we'll finish painting the exterior of the building on the back side and inside the service department and we'll be about done here so hopefully in about two weeks we'll be complete good deal now i want to talk to you while we still have a couple of minutes left about matt grubb he uh Put in perspective what a massive supporter of Southern Miss Athletics he has always been, Kevin. I don't know if you can put it in perspective. Um, Not only do you go to school there, um, he contributes in every way he can, you know, financially with his time. You know, he does a lot behind the scenes that people don't know about. People call on him for advice when they have uh, big questions and big decisions we made. A lot of times they'll stop by and, and talk to him. I see it happen all the time. And, you know, as, a, as an individual, there's not a, a better person in the world to work for and, and work with. No question. Very kind man and, and loves basketball. I know, I know he supports everything, but boy, he loves basketball, doesn't he? Oh, my. Yeah, and you can, he's always on front row, uh, dead center on the. Uh, at the USM Golden Eagles games, he's got he's got his season tickets right there, and I I get to go out there and sit next to him a couple of times a, a year, and it's just it's a great it's great, especially this past year with how great the basketball team was and the turnout that the crowds had. You know, it was an atmosphere that since I've been in Hattiesburg twelve years now or eleven years, and I've never seen that kind of uh, atmosphere at Reed Green Coliseum that I saw this year. No question. Well, Kevin, again, I want to thank you for. Uh, Sponsor, I want to I want to thank you for all the things you do with Super Talk, but 
most of all, I want to thank you for your friendship, man. I, I really enjoy my conversations with you, and uh, I, I'm, I'm proud to call you a friend, and I really appreciate nah. all that you've done. I love you, my brother, and you're a great friend as well. All right. Kevin Mullins, everybody. Thank you, buddy, from uh, Genesis of Hattiesburg. That's going to wrap it up here for us, I think. Uh, we got a tie ball game here, Luke. We do. Exciting. Uh, a lot of people listening in. My parents, Joe and Gene Johnson, listening to us from Conway, Wales in the U.K., a little summer wow. vacation. So How about that? Eagle Hour on wow. the road in Montgomery, but other people listening. Montenegro's joining us, uh, the commissioner joining us, the athletic director joining us, and the Golden Eagles will take the field later today against uh, Troy. Should be a great, good game. All right, it's been a great trip out here. We'll, we'll be here tomorrow. Luke will be back at Camp Shelby. I'll be here. want to thank Warner Warren Asphalt, Genesis of Hattiesburg, Paris Tractor Company, Southern Bank Corps. Thank you, my brother. Always uh, fun to come on the road and work with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. We'll be back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Until then, Southern Miss. To the top. Mississippi Media Production.